This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. I've been goading you in the direction I wanted you to go. Saul had heard the message. He listened to the message that Stephen preached when confronted by the council. He heard the gospel presented, and then he saw the manner of death that Stephen died. And he was apparently having to resist inwardly something. He knew something. There was something to what Stephen was saying. But he was resisting it. Saul later to be known as Paul, initially resisted the message of the gospel. He had heard the truth, yet for a long time refused to acknowledge its meaning for his own life. Today, Pastor Robert reminds us that many people now are the same way, but like Saul, they can change. And because of this, we need to continue to share Jesus. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. Stephen and Philip stand out. Stephen was the first martyr of the church. And we saw there that as he began proclaiming Jesus as the Messiah, he was faithful as a servant doing the practical things, but he was also talking about his faith. And as he talked about his faith, he did it apparently in a spirit of gentleness and respect, as Peter tells us that we should, because we're told that those early Hellenist Jews there in the first century, they tried to argue with Stephen, but they couldn't really. They couldn't tear down his wisdom, neither could they refute the spirit in which he spoke. And so they got liars to come and testify falsely against him. They dragged him in front of the council, finally pronounced sentence upon him, took him out, and proceeded to stone him to death. And that's where we're introduced to a man named Saul from Tarsus. We're told that Saul voted with the council to execute Stephen. And then he stood there holding the people's cloaks as Stephen was stoned. Saul saw everything. He heard everything. And then Philip, the other deacon that we were introduced to there, as the church scattered as a result of this persecution, of which Saul was a key part, the church began to go here, there, and yonder, running from the persecution. And Philip was one of the ones who was scattered. And we saw that divine appointment as God took him from the city of Samaria where people responded overwhelmingly to his message. And there were so many people coming to Christ, but God took him out and said, no, but I want you to go this way. And he took him down the road and he encountered that dignitary from Ethiopia who was hungry for God. And Philip met him right at the point of his question and ministered to him. And he was baptized. He accepted Christ. And then Philip disappears and moves on. But then in chapter 9, we're brought back to Saul because Saul is still angry over 
this carpenter that people are following, this Jesus of Nazareth. And it says that still breathing threats and murders against the disciples of the Lord, Saul went to the high priest and asked letters from him to the synagogues of Damascus, so that if he found any who were of the way, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. And we're told there that as he heads out now, he's got authority from the Sanhedrin, from the Jewish council, to go and just seek out as many Christians as he could find there in Damascus and put them in chains, put them in shackles and drag them back to Jerusalem to be killed. But as he's headed down the road there in the middle of the day, all of a sudden there's a light that's so bright that it blinds him. And he falls to his face in the dirt. He doesn't know what's happening. And he hears this voice. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I'm Jesus, whom you're persecuting. It's hard for you to kick against the goads. And we talked about the fact that what was taking place there is that the Lord Jesus was confronting Saul of Tarsus, saying to him, you know, I've been goading you. I've been with this sharp stick that is Stephen, I believe. He says, I've been goading you in the direction I wanted you to go. Saul had heard the message. He listened to the message that Stephen preached when confronted by the council. He heard the gospel presented, and then he saw the manner of death that Stephen died. And he was apparently having to resist inwardly something. He knew something. There was something to what Stephen was saying. But he was resisting it. And now he's being confronted, and he has to acknowledge Jesus now. In his blindness, and in his bewilderment, in his confusion, face down in the dirt, who are you, Lord? I'm Jesus, whom you're persecuting. It's hard for you to resist this. It's hard for you to kick against the goats. And Saul cries out to him, then what, what do I have to do? And Jesus says, just go into the city and wait. And it'll be told to you what you have to do. And so he does. He goes, and the Bible tells us that for three days he was there blind physically, but receiving vision from God. As he refused to eat or drink, he fasted before the Lord in his confusion. He still, you mean I've been wrong about all of this? I've been, my whole mission in life has been to defend your honor against these these blasphemies and these heretics, and now you're telling me they're right, and I was wrong. What do you want me to do? And the Lord gave him a vision and said, I'm going to send a man named Ananias and he's going to lay hands on you and you're going to receive your sight again. And I want you to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And I want you to go and proclaim the good news that that final sacrifice has been made. As God just ministers to him in his blindness, giving him spiritual sight. And he's humbled, he's humiliated. And as he's in that place of just physical blindness and desperation, this man comes, this unknown man, Ananias, who apparently has just been a faithful believer there in Damascus, the whole mission of his life coming down to this moment. To lay hands on this one man, this murderer of Christians. And the Lord speaks to him. And and Ananias there in, in verse 13 says, Lord, I've heard from many about this man, how much harm he's done to your saints in Jerusalem. He's like, God, I know about this guy. You're sending me to him? And the Lord says, yes. Verse 15, the Lord said to him, go. 
For he's a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. Listen to this. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. I encourage you to circle that in your Bible. We're going to come back to it in a minute. And Ananias went his way and entered the house. He was obedient, laying his hands on him. He said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you came, has sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales. Now this literally, physically, the word that's used there is consistently used in the Scriptures to describe fish scales. Something fell off his eyes. And he received his sight at once, and he arose and was baptized. So Ananias took him out and took him to a river or something somewhere and baptized him. So when he had received food, he was strengthened. Then Saul spent some days with the disciples at Damascus. Immediately he preached the Christ in the synagogues, that He is the Son of God. That's an essential, by the way. If Jesus is not the only begotten of the Father, then He can't pay for your sins. Perfect man had to be presented in payment for the sins of humanity. And so God came and did it. Verse 21, all, all who heard were amazed and said, Is this not he who destroyed those who called on this name in Jerusalem? And has come here for that purpose, so that he might bring them bound to the chief priest. But Saul increased all the more in his strength and confounded the Jews who dwelt in Damascus, proving that this Jesus is the Christ. Now after many days were passed, the Jews plotted to kill him. But their plot became known to Saul and They watched the gates day and night to kill him. Then the disciples took him by night and let him down through the wall in a large basket. And when Saul had come to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him and did not believe that he was a disciple. Now give me your attention for a second. There's a gap in time here that we don't really know exactly when all of this happens, exactly how it all happens. But in Galatians chapter 1, Paul describes it. You don't have to turn there, but what he says in, to the Galatians in chapter 1 is that when God revealed Himself, he said, when it pleased the Father to reveal His Son Jesus in me, and I love the way he words that, he was there in Damascus, he's preaching, but he says, I didn't go immediately to any man. I didn't go to the apostles. Instead, he said, I went out into Arabia, and for three years, he just met with Jesus. And after that three-year period of time, he came back to Damascus and then went to Jerusalem. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so excited. God has been doing some amazing things with Main Thing Radio. Opportunities to air Main Thing Radio are popping up all over the United States. We are so thankful to God for what He is doing, and we would love to see Main Thing Radio continue to expand, sharing the gospel, teaching God's Word all over the world. But of course, bringing you Main Thing Radio on this station comes at a cost. We purchase time on this radio station, and this program has been professionally produced. While we certainly don't want to pressure anyone into giving, we would like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio. Your support will open more doors for Main Thing Radio. To make a secure donation, please log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Now here's Tracy with some information about the Main Thing Radio podcast.
Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, Tracy. Join us next time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.